0: Welcome to episode
1: 78. Hey, it's Davis here. Just a quick thank you to our sponsors for this podcast. Today in business, first impressions are so important. When people call you or your business, the first voice that they hear can make them form an opinion of you immediately. Instant voicemails can help with that. They provide professional, outgoing voicemail greetings in an instant. So simply go to instantvoicemails.com, pick the message that suits you and your business, and download it instantly. You can have a new, professional, outgoing message in just minutes. I checked out their website, and this is legit. Beautiful voicemails that you can use for your business. And for our listeners for the Business General's podcast you can get an additional 15% off your order by using the promo code GENERALS, G-E-N-E-R-A-L-S, G-E-N-E-R-A-L-S, that's GENERALS. So order now at instantvoicemails.com, that's instantvoicemails.com. Welcome and thank you for joining me here on the Business General's Podcast where I chat with amazing entrepreneurs five days a week. If you have not already done so, remember to subscribe on your podcast player so that you do not miss an episode. Davis Mutawaya here, your host. I am super excited to bring you today's feature guest, Mr. Nathaniel Bibi. Nathaniel, are you ready to share your entrepreneurial story? I sure am, thanks for having me. Fantastic. Ladies and gentlemen, Nathaniel Bibi is the founder of Bibi Consulting Group, a leading provider of LinkedIn coaching and lead generation programs. Nathaniel is a digital marketing specialist a LinkedIn for business trainer, and a social media speaker. Nathaniel, why don't you kick us off and let us know a little bit about your non-business background.
0: My non-business background, wow. Put me on the spot to begin with. Um, um, I was born in the UK, and when I was five, we moved to Hong Kong. And uh, I started boarding school at 10, so from a very early age, I was exposed to uh, the international lifestyle. My dad was an entrepreneur, and, uh, I was a bit of a troublemaker in school to be honest but um, from a very young age was trying my hand at different business ideas and I wanted to be like my father so I uh, studied finance at university. I went to one lecture and uh, it was about derivatives and I thought what what has this got to do with making money uh, so quickly sh- changed uh, to marketing and uh, the interesting thing I found uh, was there was a lot of marketing students uh, and um, uh, not many marketing jobs at, at the time. And the other interesting thing was uh, online marketing. But when I left uh, university, that's all I spent my time doing. And I went into sales like most people who, who do study marketing do. Um, but what, what happened is I learned that the most successful salespeople are the ones that uh, generated the most leads. And so I, I, it kind of forced me into a position to learn about marketing and that, that soon became more in demand than the sales abilities.
1: Right. It's interesting, I went to boarding school, but I, probably, I was at probably 12 or 13, so high school. Yeah. And um, it was a little bit of an international one, but not probably not as much. As um, the one you did, very interesting. So you've um, walked walk me through your core revenue streams at the moment, Nathaniel.
0: Well, uh, if I take a step back, um, as a digital marketing strategist, uh, I think the value that I've been able to add to businesses has always been in the strategic side There's so many businesses out there that are dealing with multiple providers. And uh, you know, the easiest way for me to sell you search engine optimization, for example, is to tell you that what you've got already is crap. And so there's like all these different businesses telling them different things and it's very confusing. So I've always thought the strategy is where I can add the most value. Uh, Having said that, uh, the the most success that I've had in recent years growing my own business and uh, the business that I worked for previously was through LinkedIn lead generation. And a lot of the things that I was doing and the systems that I was using, uh, you couldn't find external service providers to do. So, like, I was forced to do it for myself. Uh, you know, I got so busy that I was, you know, delegating it to a personal assistant. And then I thought, hey, why don't I start doing the same thing for, for businesses? So our, our core revenue stream is LinkedIn lead generation, which is quite a unique, um, service. And it, it is also a service that you won't find, like, advertised uh, very heavily in, in our marketing, um, specifically because we do have to educate people quite a lot before we introduce LinkedIn lead generation. So it might seem like we're just a LinkedIn training firm, um, but you know, once the training uh, has had a time, chance to sink in, then we've had, got the ability to then be able to offer them the lead generation service as well once they understand it.
1: Nathaniel, how long have you been in full-time business for yourself?
0: Um, I've been in business f- for about four years now um, with this particular business. Okay, and how did that journey evolve for you? Um, So it started when uh, I quit my job and I came home and there's an eviction notice on my front door. And I'm sitting in my apartment, and you know, that I'm trying to work out how I'm going to catch up with all my bills because, like, I'm getting evicted. When you're as a salesperson, if you haven't been paid in three months, which is the situation I was in, it's detrimental to your lifestyle. And as the sun's going down, I go to switch on the lights, the lights won't switch on because I haven't paid the electricity bills. So there I am, um, trying to problem solved my way out of this financial disaster that I'm in and I rem- remember finding two uh, extension cords connecting them together running them down the stairwell of my apartment building into a power socket that was in the you know the, the common area in the stairwell and I was sitting in my apartment in the dark with um, just a desk lamp on the living room floor and under that desk lamp, I literally wrote my business plan, you know, I stayed up all night that night and um, the next day, I just remember at 8 a.m., I started making phone calls and I didn't really know, you know, what my product was. I'll just know that knew that, um, there was no one that was going to help me out of the situation, but me. Like, I did try calling my dad. My dad couldn't help me. I could, I tried calling my mom. She hung up on me. So I was like, there was no one that's going to help me out of this problem, but, but myself. And I remember the, not long after 8 a.m., I got a, a real estate agency not too far from here in South Bank that answered the telephone. And I said to the guy, uh, can you get your sales team or your real estate agents into the, uh, you know, conference room in your office this afternoon. And he said, why would I do that? And I said, well, I'm going to convince them to invest in your brand, right? <laughs> and he goes, I'm curious, they'll be there. So there was like 12 real estate agents that were all in this conference area, in, in this office. And I pitched this product, which included like a one-page real estate uh, website, so, like, you know, if your name's John Smith, it's johnsmith.com.au, and it's just a one pager about that real estate agent. Tin profile, it was my real estate personal branding mecha package, right? And it was like two and a half grand, I think it was. And eight of them signed up. I think six of them paid on the spot. So, what does that work out to be? Uh, $15,000 in total in revenue for that day. And I literally went home that evening, and I'm on Elance at the time. I don't know if Elance is still around. So posting for someone to build me six uh, uh, one-page websites, six Facebook pages, and six LinkedIn profiles. And I was interviewing people that night um, to do the work for, for me. And like, I think I got you know, each of them done for $300, and I was in business. And that's how I started my company. And, you know, I've worked myself way out of that financial difficulty I was in relatively quickly and still didn't really know what I was going to do, you know, where I was going to specialize. I was trying so many different things. Um, And then this opportunity came about to sponsor a friend of mine, um, David Guest, who also, you know, helped me a little bit with with my business um, acumen at the start, uh, because he's a business coach. And uh, I invited some of my contacts. And in return, at the end of the event, he would um, thank me as a sponsor. And I said, why don't we try instead of saying like i'm a digital marketing specialist on this occasion let's say uh that i'm a linkedin specialist and i can help people with a linkedin profile and we'll see you know what the response is like and i remember there may have been a hundred people at the event i think and uh and David said, you know, I'd like to thank our sponsors, one of which is Nathaniel. He specializes in LinkedIn. He can help you with your LinkedIn profile. Um, go and speak to him afterwards if you're interested in learning more about that. Like out of the 100 people in the room, there must have been about 30, 40 people that came up to me wanting to have one-on-one meetings. And they were surrounding me. It was like, it, it was crazy. And David came up to me and he whispered in my ear, being a business coach, he said to me, um, he said, the market's telling you what it wants, you know. And I think that was a really defining point for me in my journey because that's when I decided to carve out a niche for myself specializing in LinkedIn marketing, which is, you know, it's the only social media site out there for professionals. And we, from a lead generation perspective, it was where I'd had the most success, like actually generating leads for myself.
1: That's a great story. I want to go back a little bit to to how you got yourself out of that position where you know, no income, no salary, no job and you're essentially shifting to becoming a full-time entrepreneur. Um, So you've picked up the phone. What was going through your mind to say, were you already contemplating becoming your own um, boss, you know, running your own business at that time?
0: I I think it's just literally that I had no choice. As I said, like, you know, going to mum, going to dad and getting turned down and I just remember like sitting there in this, this empty apartment, dark apartment, and just thinking to myself, see, I'm on my own, I'm really on my own here. And then it, it kind of shifted from like a, a feeling of despair to a feeling of empowerment. And I thought, okay, I'm on my own. Like I felt really motivated by that concept and uh, I didn't know what I was going to do. But I think, you know, I knew that I had to go straight to the customers, straight to the market. And like you see a lot of big guys that start out in business and they're like, oh no, I can't speak to any clients yet. I haven't got a website yet and all this sort of stuff. Uh, you don't need a website to start a business. You just need some customers.
1: Because you didn't have any of that? No. And was your LinkedIn profile, like, very sharp at the time? I wasn't up to date. <laughs> I love it. I love that story. Um, talk to me about niching, Nathaniel, because you've, um, you know, done websites, you've done Facebook pages for clients, and you've you've brought in 15K, not because they wanted a LinkedIn profile, but because they wanted to be, you know, branded. Mm-hmm. But then you've gone to this workshop and... Um, People have come to you and said, we want to ask you all these questions on LinkedIn. Mm. And then you've made a decision to start to niche down the path of LinkedIn. What did that do for your business? And what, what fears did you have?
0: LinkedIn's uh, growing at two members per second worldwide. And now it's over half a billion members. So when you're putting together like a conference, let's say you're doing a social media conference uh, and you're carving out all the topics like, oh, you know, of course, LinkedIn something that you did like on the list. And so oh, we need an expert on LinkedIn. And so you hop on a Google and, you know, it wasn't very difficult for me to get to top of Google for, you know, LinkedIn speaker, LinkedIn training. And so all of a sudden I'm being called to speak at all these different events, um, interviewed on podcasts like this. And uh, whenever somebody even thinks of LinkedIn, like we get the phone call, which um, has meant that, you know, we've become pretty much like an industry leader. And now like it's it's it has Uh, branch down into social media like so next week I'm going to Singapore to speak at the digital marketing APAC conference and it's a two-day event you know it's $1,800 a ticket just to go so all the marketing managers for Singapore Airlines and American Express are all going to be there and I'm the only social media speaker and to think four years ago like I didn't have a job and I couldn't pay my electricity bill is crazy you know. Now in a previous chat you've
1: mentioned that you know Nishing down a particular pathway helps you become a quickly become a thought leader, but it also means you're saying no to Instagram, no to Facebook, at least initially. Yeah. Did you feel you're going to lose revenue from there and uh, opportunity?
0: The amount of opportunity that we were getting uh, in uh, the LinkedIn area, uh, no, I didn't. Like it was still a small business. Yep. I grew a team very quickly, and um, the team's not as big as it was because I've um, I've leveraged off of things like technology and stuff like that. I've learned a lot along the way. Um, but at the end of the day, most clients were coming us, to us asking for leads, and I knew that I could deliver more leads through LinkedIn than I could from any other platform, so that's where I wanted to focus my energy. Okay, walk us through. How do you, I come to you and say, Nathaniel, I've seen, I've seen your work,
1: I've seen you speak on stage. I don't know how this stuff works. so. I've never heard about LinkedIn, but I've heard you speak about it. Maybe give me a 30-second snapshot of what is LinkedIn to somebody who's thinking, I've never heard of LinkedIn, or I've heard about it, I don't really know what it's about. And then how do I generate leads from there? If I'm a B2C person, I'm marketing to consumers, or if I'm a business to business, does it still work the same?
0: Uh, yeah, good, great question. I mean, look, business to business, definitely it, it's, it's going to work. Business to consumer, uh, generally, like, I have to ask a few questions about their target market and how they get clients. Um, normally, it lends itself better to, like, if they have business partners or distributors or financial advisors do really well because it's just high net worth individuals, which we can profile quite well on LinkedIn. Um, but if you 're like selling hair extensions, for example, and you go direct to consumer it's yeah. probably you 're probably going to get better results on facebook so business to business like you can connect with the key decision maker within a certain industry. And I think it's very similar to telemarketing. I think we've disrupted the, te- the lead generation industry because even today, if you search for lead generation on Google, what you're going to find is a whole bunch of telemarketing companies and Bibi Consulting Group. That, that's what you'll find in the search results. There's no other social media guys that are um, generating leads through the likes of LinkedIn. And what's cool about it is, is if you make it like a cold call, right? Uh, the first thing you have to do is explain who you are and, you know, where you come from and what, why you're calling, right? whereas on social media you actually don't have to do anything any of that because if you create enough intrigue all they'll do is they'll click on the name of the person that sent the message and read your profile and even though it seems like a very subtle difference that's actually what we call in marketing like an inbound activity they've clicked they've asked for the information they're reading it which is very different so like if you're pushing the information on them on the prospect
1: okay what what is the difference between LinkedIn
0: and Facebook uh, well, LinkedIn's a professional um, networking site, whereas Facebook is, is literally just a social networking site. So you've got to think about the context as to why people are ha- the attention is there. Like on Facebook, I'm there to hang out. Right. So if you like interrupt me with like your um, ads about your accountancy firm. You're interrupting me. You know, that's the way I look at it. Whereas on LinkedIn, I'm there to, you know, enhance my professional network, build my career. And so I'm more um, open to messages like that.
1: Okay, Nathaniel, I'm loving the content that you're providing here. And I know somebody is taking notes and um, really enjoying this. And by the way, my team is going to prepare a PDF highlight reel for all our listeners to put down all the things that Nathaniel is highlighting here. So you just go to businessgenerals.com forward slash Nathaniel B. And um, to get the full link, just go to within your podcast player. We're going to put the link there for you. So Nathaniel, somebody wants to know, what does the lead generation process look like for LinkedIn in a simplistic way?
0: Sure. So for the listeners out there, they're looking for a quick way to uh, implement a strategy that, that works. Uh, the first step is to what optimize your LinkedIn profile. Now, optimization is not exactly the same as what it might be in search engine optimization. It means um, optimizing for search results, but also to stand out from the crowd and so that when people view your profile, it actually makes them want to you know, connect with you or respond to you or contact you. So... Um, the wrong thing to do is to upload a version of your CV if you're looking to generate leads, right? Um, cause there's, that's pretty self-explanatory, I think. Um, the wrong thing to do is also to write your LinkedIn profile in third person, right? Uh, people think that you didn't write your profile, which is like, why would I want to respond to you if you're not the one actually behind your profile as a personal assistant or something? Um, and then we've got this system, which uh, I developed very early on in the business uh, which is a three-step process called Find, Connect, and Engage. Um, so you find people that are in your target demographic. You send them customized connection requests. And let's say we send 200 of these requests out. On average, across all of the industries that I've worked in, we get about 50% response rate on average. So like it can be a lot higher than that, depending on the profile. It um, can be a little bit lower. Um, so if you send 200 connection requests, let's say 100 people accept immediately. Um, So you've got 100 new prospects in your target demographic, and then you can message them and you say, hey, thanks for connecting. I've noticed that um, you you have some similarities with the clients that we like to work with. I'd like to find out a little bit more about what you're doing with your marketing, for example. Um, Are you free for like an introductory telephone chat? And and the reason why we go to a telephone chat and not straight to a meeting, because I have done straight to meetings before, is, is so that you get the opportunity to qualify that person a little bit more. Because a lot of people are up for conversations, but... You don't. The thing that um, with social media marketing is you don't actually know where they are in the customer journey. So if I search on Google and I see a Google ad for what you do, and I call you up, I'm pretty much going, "Hey, what, what's your prices? You know, how can I buy?" It's not like that on social media. So out of the out of the hundred that you message, let's say you get ten people that or twenty people that say, "Yes, sure, let's have a chat." what you'll probably find is about half of those are actually ready to do business now and half may be ready to do business later. So you want to find out which half that is so that you meet them now and you don't burn your bridges for down the track. Cause if I meet with you now and you're not ready to do business, it's a bit weird that I contact you again, I think in, you know, three or four months um, when you are ready to do something. So it's more like, well, let's have another chat in three or four months when, you know, the timing's right. Yeah. And I think keeping the um, relationship, on a good footing so that when they do have a need, you're the person that they contact. So keeping top of mind becomes important. But like a very simple process to get return on investment and get money in the bank, find, connect, engage, uh, you, you should find that you get get results. And if you don't, uh, nine times out of 10, it's probably something to do with your profile. Okay. I've
1: got quite a lot of inbound messages from you know these fancy-looking photoshopped photos of salespeople. Really, they connect with you, and as soon as you accept, the next day they're like, "Click on this link. Let's, you know, book twenty minutes in my calendar." How how do you make sure people are not resistant to that conversation engagement piece?
0: Yeah, the thing is, you don't want to come across salesy and. I think with anything in marketing or sales you can only tell people two things what they already know or what they already know they want to know if that makes sense if you start people telling people stuff that they haven't said that they're interested in you're you're gonna come across as a salesperson like if I even though like I might connect with somebody who's in my target demographic and I know for a fact that I can generate them leads cheaper than anywhere else they've been for me to say hey Uh, Jim nice to connect with you let's have a chat because I can you know really grow your business I can generate your leads cheaper than you can find anywhere else and you should really talk to me it's just going to be a really stupid thing to do because I don't even know if he wants more leads like some businesses uh, don't want to grow real fast you know some businesses don't have the capacity to grow really fast and you're also doing yourself an injustice because you're basically saying hey I'll deal with anyone you, know, you you want to qualify them to make sure that they meet your criteria as well. So saying, hey, I'd like to have a chat to learn more about what your business objectives are to see if there's a fit for us to do business or not is very powerful because you're making the statement um, on an equal footing. And I think that... Um, you, they're probably jumping to the appointment far too quickly and uh, in that instance where you're seeing those messages. And I get them as well, so I see them all the time and I just chuckle away because I know they're not going to be effective. Um, and I think also you can tell that they've been me- they're messaging that to everyone, right? Yeah. Um, you know, which is, I think you ought to tailor it so that you, it seems like, you know, even if you're not, that you are actually showing a, a genuine interest in that particular person rather than just doing a blanket, you know, marketing blast
1: yeah i always like to hear a little bit about a case study of maybe some something recent that has really that you felt proud about in your business to say look we've helped this client achieve x when before they came to us this is where they were at and then they've written a testimonial to us or a recommendation because we've done something something amazing for them in their business yeah is there anything that comes to mind as as an example
0: yeah, sure. I mean, um, I was, one of the goals I set early on in my business was this is like uh, when you start a company, you set these big goals and your dreams, right? You get really excited. So one of my go- dreams was to sign up one of the big four banks in Australia, you know, well, well. as a client. So so there I am on LinkedIn messaging Westpac and NAB and Commonwealth Bank. You know, you'd be amazed how many people they have in the marketing department. (laughs) And, you know, 11 months into the business, uh, Westpac come on board as a client and they asked me to speak at one of their events and I started working with um, their licensee department which is BT financial group and they said that next year we want you to be a speaker at the digital marketing um, workshop or well, master class that they do in every single city so you know all going around all around australia speaking to all of their licensees about um, linkedin marketing and i was like okay that's great but what would be really cool is if we could like speak to one of these licensees first Run a campaign with them, and then they could actually get up as well and tell everyone else about the results that they got and so that was like a really really cool um, case study for me and the, you can find the you know, the testimonial and everything on YouTube, um, but some um, financial advisors you know it 's a very high uh, trust you know, cell um, that 's targeting people with high profile so in this particular instance. Uh, we targeted lawyers and medical practitioners, like things like surgeons and dentists and stuff. And, you know, we generated 23 leads within 30 days, which is a fairly conservative outcome compared to like what we've done for some other businesses. But these are high quality prospects, you know, and the value of that those sales, um, you know, is particularly high as well. And for them to do a, get a similar result on Google AdWords was literally cost them hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars because that's how competitive... You know that market is so. I was particularly proud of of that result that we were able to um, achieve for uh, TSD Advisory was the name of the firm.
1: Mm-hmm. Interesting. And over the last some, maybe two years, what would you say has been the biggest breakthrough moment of it in the business?
0: <laughs> I guess uh, thought that moment where I decided to specialise in LinkedIn was one of the big ones. However, um, be- being able to s- Come up with systems and processes, so that i can i'm able to work on growing the business, not in the business so like when those LinkedIn marketing campaigns are being run, I have very little to do with the day to day operation the team runs that, and i I just get involved in strategy so You know, if something's not working, I'm the guy they call in to identify where the problem is, readjust things, and then that can be removed again. And that's only a result of, like, building systems, processes, and having, like, um, we've got software internally that, that means that you know everything i could literally like give you the company manual and if you on the basis that you read it you could run the business um which i think has been um huge reward it means i get to go to you know events like singapore next week and i'm staying on for a week to meet with uh, marketing agencies there and uh i wouldn't be able to do that if i had to think about every single client campaign that we're running yeah that's
1: that's really good congratulations on that um i normally ask my guests um depending on what they're open to share what's what are your numbers looking like now? You know, four years in, what's your, what's your reach? What's your client base? What's your revenue numbers or revenue projections?
0: I think that the difference in the business is we're able to impact more people, uh, through, uh, us speaking and training and things like that. Um, in terms of the numbers of the, the business, you know, that's something that I'll, I'll keep confidential in this instance, but being able to like impact Uh, thousands and thousands of professionals not just in australia but globally through like the online training course that i built called LinkedIn insider um being able to speak at all these industry related events is really where i'm getting the most satisfaction from and uh i think that there's a huge amount changing in the social media world at the moment and i think there's a lot of businesses unfortunately that are like lagging a lot and and if they don't adapt like literally i in the next five years we're going to see a lot of businesses go out of of business because they're not embracing social media like it's literally changed the way that we communicate and if they don't adapt they're they're just going to fade away um i think that uh in five years time like businesses won't feel the need to have websites as much as they do now yeah I, i don't even know if they'll still exist um because they were built for these desktops and laptops and well, for desktops actually i don't even think they were built for laptops um and like even though most browsing is done on a mobile phone these days if you look at the numbers on facebook the amount of people using a mobile device when they're on facebook is like not over 90 percent. it's crazy so like apps and um things like of that nature are more suited to devices like that
1: yeah yeah yeah
0: um what is your core product um, the core product at this stage is uh, lead generation through social media. So lead generation. And, yeah. and what does that look like? Is this a um, monthly subscription? It is a monthly um, subscription. Yeah, that's right. Look, uh, the, fir- the first client I had, he um, won't mind me <laughs> telling you this because he's been quite supportive, um, it was actually a registered training organization. And the first client I had in LinkedIn lead generation, I should say, and we worked really hard on the campaign. I was like, I'm going to get more leads than I've ever seen in their life. And literally at the, first, at the end of month one, I've, we've got over 150 leads. And I've got, got this case study um, that I showed during my talks about it. So I, I go to the business after month one to you know talk about the results. And the first thing they do is say, Nathaniel, we, we, we're amazed at what you've done. We want to cancel because um, it's going to take us six months to follow <laughs> up these leads. And I've just lost a client and so what i learned was it's not actually about the number of leads it's it very quickly becomes about like account management and making sure that businesses understand that you know and able to grow with us we deliberately look for businesses that i believe have the capacity to grow and um you know now we have minimum contract terms and things like that of to um ensure that uh we can work with businesses long term like quite often like if a business uh all of a sudden gets like an influx of all these leads, which they're not used to, it creates all these other problems. And everyone goes, oh, well, that's a nice problem to have. But, you know, if you can't keep up with, you know, the, the volume of leads that you're getting, um, your sales people don't have a sales process or your operations teams, um, you know, can't deliver the workers as quickly, uh, then it means they're not going to stay a long-term client. So I will deliberately look for clients that I believe have the capacity to, you know, double their, the size of their uh, business. What do you call a lead so, look, for the purpose of uh, my um, the service that we offer our clients, we define what a lead is for that particular instance, and it's basically somebody that's consented to have a phone conversation and provided their telephone number. That's how we've defined it.
1: Okay. So, it's very specific. So, it's not every connection request that gets accepted that you say, hey, I've got your lead. Yeah, no, that's a that's a connection. That's a connection. <laughs> Good. I was thinking... I hope he's not charging people with this connection.
0: It's funny you say that, because when I was doing my market research at the start, I spoke to a lot of companies in the U.S., and when we got down to the definition of a a lead, it was actually a new connection, so it's interesting you say that. (laughs) I guess it's a lead in progress. But
1: so, a new connection, they've given you their phone number, and they've given you a consent to have a chat. Yeah, fantastic well look we're coming to the to the end of the this interview and and i've loved everything that you've shared um i wanted to ask you if there were two books that have been influential for you in your journey that you would recommend for an entrepreneur to read
0: i'm going to mention a book which i can't remember the name of the author of uh it's called the one thing it's a book that i has had a really big impact and like one of the very brief examples that the book refers to is if you like you write a to-do list every morning and you have 10 things like normally um the way that people operate is they do all the easy things that they're good at first and like the most important thing which they really didn't want to do they do when they're like tired at the end of the day if they do it at all so the practice of like writing that to-do list then turning the page over and just writing one thing that you need to do that day an interesting thing tends to happen is, is that you actually do that thing and you do it well. And normally it's the most important thing that you're uniquely good at as a business owner. So I found that really valuable in just like managing my own time. And the second book that I recommend is going to be a more recent one, which uh, uh, I've just finished reading, which is, um, what's it called? What's the Gary V book? It's uh, the latest one. The um, what's the, uh, the ask Gary V book, right? And it's just a bunch of questions that he's been asked um, from different um, people that he's had on his show and his answers great book go out and get that one i highly recommend it
1: awesome thank you we'll we'll link that up in the show notes remember to access the show notes got to go to businessgeneralscom forward slash nathaniel b now what's the best way nathaniel for people to connect with you
0: uh the best way for people to connect with me is to uh find bibi consulting group on facebook or uh youtube or hit me up on linkedin
1: Okay, BB Consulting Group on Facebook, LinkedIn, or YouTube. Awesome. Before I ask my last question, I do want to thank you for all the work that you've done in this space in helping people get get further on their journey, helping them have confidence that they can actually step out and build a network because some people don't have leads in the beginning. So at least if they know I've got a bit of a budget, if I can go to somebody like Nathaniel and I can get 10, 20 leads in the beginning, that's going to help me start on my journey. And I think even just for sharing your story, I know there's somebody listening who maybe is on the verge of losing their work, losing their job. I've, I've personally been through redundancies before. I know what it's like where you, you've got zero income. But just that story, that inspiration to say, you can turn things around in 24 hours. I know probably yours was a, was a, was a special hand of grace mm-hmm. uh, to do it, but you, you made a determination to say, I'm not going to sit down in pity, but I'm going to step out and cold call, which is frightening for a lot of people. Um, and I think that just that story, I think in itself for me has resonated. And so I really want to thank you for coming out on this show and for sharing your words of wisdom. Um, for the last question, Nathaniel, I wanted to ask you: Do you think about legacy when all is said and done? And if you do, what legacy do you want to leave and be remembered for? And tell us why.
0: Oh, look, I, I do believe that the the secret to living life at its full is in giving. And uh, I try to contribute as much as I can outside of business. But even in business, like having the mentality of adding value without expecting anything necessarily in return uh, has worked very well for me in business. I find that if I just add value wherever I choose to spend my time, uh, that it comes back in a number of ways. And I think that if I can pass that on to other business professionals that we'll have a much better society at the end of the day because I think it's far too many entrepreneurs out there that are all just thinking about take 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 and they're just really getting it wrong and and social media just amplifies that that they're getting it wrong because the businesses that actually do care are the ones that are doing really really well on social media so if i can you know make my little dent in the world by influencing people to be a little bit more less about them and a little bit more about adding value then i think that would be a pretty good legacy to leave
1: awesome i love that so more giving and adding value well ladies and gentlemen that was nathaniel bb from uh, bb consulting and um to get all the show notes again nathaniel bb that's n-a-t-h-a-n-i-a-l-b that's where you're going to get that in that forward slash link um remember to subscribe to the podcast businessjournals.com and uh, you you will not miss another episode that way and um to reach out to nathaniel nathaniel Um, is at BB Consulting Group on social media. You can check him out there. Thanks so much for being on the Business Journalist Podcast. No, thank you very
0: much for having me. It's been a pleasure.
1: A message from our sponsors, instantvoicemails.com. Today in business, first impressions are so important. When people call you or your business, the first voice that they hear can make them form an opinion about you immediately. And Instant Voicemails can help with that. They provide Professional outgoing voicemail greetings in an instant. So simply go to instantvoicemails.com, that's instantvoicemails.com, and pick the message that suits you and your business and download it instantly. You can have a new professional outgoing message in just minutes. And for the listeners of the Business Generals podcast, you can get an additional 15% off your order by using the promo code generals, G E N E R A L S. Generals. Order now at instantvoicemails.com. That's instantvoicemails.com. Thanks guys.